Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening to. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Broken but Glorious Wrestling Podcast. Uh, again, I'm your standing host, Nick Davey, and I'm delighted to be joined, by, as ever, by the fantastic, the playboy prince of professional wrestling, Lance Rivera. Hello, how you doing? I'm, well, I'm good. Uh, yeah, better than I guess you're doing, which is obviously a bit of a a, a very bleak start to, to this week uh, with obviously the football news. But um, overall, I'm, I'm good. Sun's out, so... Can't complain in that respect. Other than football, I'm doing all right. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, that's good to hear. We had a. I will survive, yeah. maybe. Just our listeners are aware. We had a good chat about the um, yeah, about this whole European Super League um off air. So yeah, we can. Uh, I'm sure everyone's football fans or not, you've probably heard it blasted all over the news. So we can assure you that we were. Yeah, we won't be getting into any discussion of it. It's pure wrestling from this point on. But uh, yeah, yeah, you don't want to hear a grown man cry, do you, on a podcast? <laughs> well, you only have to um, tell me about the um, uh, the CM Punk angle that went so badly wrong, and that would set me off as well. So, or um, well, we could be here all night talking about wrestling moments that made me cry. So. Um, yeah, let's but, not do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, we've got um, a good show planned up tonight, so we've got a bit of news to go through, and then we'll be talking about what we want uh, WWE to do this summer. So obviously we're, well, we're pretty much there for summer now, but we're gonna we always need that big summer angle to get everyone hooked for well for either SummerSlam, but also just for the general direction of the well for the remainder of the year and everything. So yeah, we're going to be going for what you want WWE to do for this big. For, for a big summer angle or it could be anything or it could be a certain superstar push it could be anything so we'll get into that a little bit later on um but yeah well starting off onto the well continuing on to a bit of negative news sadly for the second year running we did see a massive load of wwe releases um well last week uh on uh, this past week sadly um i will go through all of the um yeah all the names that uh, have been released um, which includes, so starting from the top of the list, we do have, well, this was just before we've already mentioned it, Andrade, but um, yeah, but for the for the biggest load of um, releases that we did have, we had Samoa Joe, uh, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Mickey James, Chelsea Green, uh, Tucker Knight, Kalisto, Bo Dallas, Wesley Blake, um, so all, um, oh, Mojo Rawley as well. Um, yeah, of all, um, well, all no longer working with the company. Uh, before we get into individual superstars, uh, well, what are your thoughts about this? Is yeah, say two years on the trot now. Um, say not a very good look for for WWE whilst this pandemic still goes on. Uh, they, they did it before the pandemic though as well, didn't they? They were always there was always this time of year where they got rid of people, mm. and it's never nice when someone loses their job. But I feel like some of them might have asked to leave as well sure yeah so like, there is like with Samoa Joe I definitely think he's asked to leave I mean that's pure speculation on my behalf but I, I think he has sure no it's um, 
I think what makes it worse with, well, certainly more workable bad with last year when we were right in the height of the pandemic, but the fact that they've had record profits now in, uh, the, so the company's doing very well financially where, or naturally around the world, there's businesses going bust. There's poor people struggling to make ends meet all around the, uh, all around the world. So I think that's already, already the start of the sickening point that how much money they are making, how, how well they're doing for them to even contemplate and then releasing talent from work. I think the second point then as well is, as we're in the, the pandemic, I, I don't know what the indie scene is in America at the moment, but it, I can imagine it's not as popular as it was pre-pandemic, uh, where wrestlers would probably be able to find work well, every day of the week sort of thing if they wanted to on the indie scene or at least get big indie work. But now, obviously, there's not many companies that are that are running at the moment due to or even running at full capacity, therefore making it quite difficult for um, uh, for them to find work. Then you've also got to look at places like AEW, which are pretty much near on full impact obviously they've got a uh, a strong roster as well so it's i know that's an easy response to going well they'll just go to aw but then it also becomes well do aw first and foremost need them but also can they physically afford to even get them in is there actually enough room for them i thought this because a lot of people calling for them a lot of the time to go to aw they just won't have the room in the end will they i don't think they'll take them on either to be honest like a lot of them just due to the fact that they don't want to look like a retirement, well, not a retirement home. A, um, they don't want to be like TNA where they pick up everyone who's left. They've said this before themselves. No, definitely. And I, I, I mean, I'm looking through the, the, the talent that has gone. I'd say there's probably, looking at it, it's, I reckon, I reckon there's, looking at it, I reckon Samoa Joe and Kalisto are probably the only two wrestlers I would like to see in AEW. Maybe, um, Mickey James as well, just for a bit of a, a bit of ex- well, a bit of a bit of experience for the a, for the women's division. But Joe, I think, would be a good asset. I think for AEW, given he's a well, he's one of the big he's one of the biggest free agents now in in wrestling. Um, I've always been a massive massive Joe fan. Uh, love his work. I was so gutted him hearing him the most because one, he's done an outstanding job on com or commentary in my opinion. And then when they when they obviously announced the um, the shake up, so to speak, with the commentary team, and they sort of made in that statement, "Oh, Joe will be an active wrestler." That was getting everyone quite excited. That always oh, going to come back. People are trying to almost fancy book where he's going to come back in WWE, and then he's released. So it's yeah, pretty. I gutted. think he's definitely asked for his release. Yeah, I yeah, I've seen a few of them. I'm, I'm glad you've said that because I well, if that is the case, then well, fingers crossed. Hopefully. Uh, in WWE when, well, when, when the time because I think they've all got a um, 90 day haven't they all got a 90 day uh, clause in it they can't work for another company well for 90 days for 90 days I believe um, so so that takes us to July time so fingers crossed maybe in July we'll get we'll get Joe at, well a different promotion my my wishful thinking is AEW because I think he, he can certainly add a uh, well, I think he'll. He, I just think as you've got a big name, it's just daft not to try and sign up such a big name and such yeah, a talented name. Yeah, I definitely name. think he's. I think he's definitely bound for AEW just for the fact that well, he's Samoa Joe, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. And well, my, what I was saying about Kalisto is um, um, what I was saying about Kalisto is I just think with well, with all the luchadors they've kind of got in there at the moment with well, obviously already got uh, the Lucha Bros, but uh, I, I just think he could add quite a bit to the um, to, to that scene. Maybe even, um, well, if potentially you could even get the, the Lucha Dragons to go to uh, AEW for the tag team as well. But uh, I just think Kalisto would be 
would be quite nice fit. He could have some great matches with some of the guys on the AEW roster, even if it's just to go on to AEW Dark Elevation. I'm not saying necessarily bring him in and throw him straight into the main event scene or not even necessarily even to the TN title scene, but I just think he would be a, a useful addition to the to the roster. Yeah, 100%. Because he's, he's multi-talented as well. So they aren't going to lose anything from signing him. No, definitely. Uh, any other wrestlers you think could be a, a good a good a good fit for uh, for AEW? Uh, Billy Kane, Peyton Royce, one hundred percent. Because I think they're absolutely fantastic, and they need to be on the biggest platform possible. I don't they understand are, how they've got released. Billy Kane really really upset me, given how how hilarious she is. Her 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 angles with the resume it's just made no sense. She was actually a, a big part of TV, and well, I know we like this a joke. She was actually quite a big part of TV. I know obviously not saying she was going to have five star after five star matches, but it's not all about that, especially in WWE. It is all about making people want to watch, making people laugh, etc. especially during these tough times. She did that week in, week out. So yeah. it really angers me, her one. And yeah, the Iconics are gold. The reason why I didn't send them for AEW is for a bit of personal for a personal bit of booking I'd like to see them in Impact because the Impact they've got the knockouts tag titles I think them versus Fire and Flavor would be a really really good match and a good bit of a feud that's a good idea I was just thinking to add more depth to the women's division I mean I'm not going to moan where they go as long as we see them as you say sometime soon I just they hope are. they're together wherever they go they so have to be together yeah no I'm sure they will be and, uh, and yeah as you say they're just but they are just whatever happens they're, they're going to be watchable TV uh, wherever they go and I'm hoping they'll also get a few more views to whichever promotion they, they do go to because they are they must have picked up um, well certainly a lot of fans I suspect in in WWE that's for sure oh they were one of my favourite parts of TV for such a long time <laughs> and then they got split up and I was not happy about it and I don't think they were happy about it either if you... well it made no sense did it it really yeah. made absolutely no sense so it's just, and it's the same with, um, with Tucker as well, thinking about it now. Tucker getting, why on earth he was split from Otis? That, that, I mean, you get the heel turn, but at least have a bit of background booking after. I mean, he went from, on a pay per view, from turning on his best mate who had a big match for a briefcase, the money in the bank briefcase, the Miz, to the next night of Raw bloody chasing after the 24 7 title. And you can't tell me that was before they announced that he was going to turn heel. They're like, oh, okay, well, what we'll do is we'll do this and then we'll uh, plan the, um, and then we'll plan him the next night on Raw to chase after the 24-7. There's absolutely no way that was part of their booking. It's just... They just wanted yeah. a way to get it off him, didn't they? Absolutely. And it's in a new look as well, even more long-term booking, how did the briefcase cashing go? It just really irritates me how poor they can book. And it ultimately yeah. leads to stuff like this, someone losing their, their job. I don't even know what's going on with Otis at the moment. No, I mean he's he's on a heel a heel turn with with um, with Chad Gable, which to be fair has not gone as bad as it could have could be on paper. <laughs> but I mean Chad Gable's gold, so I mean it, I mean Chad Gable can make anything work. To be fair, uh, one of the most underrated wrestlers. I think he was actually the underrated wrestler when, he, when we did our, our awards. So um, I believe so, yeah, yeah. So I think yeah, they're then he's not doing too bad, Otis, but Tucker. I noticed they were just fine together, and it's just another definition of needless splits as tag team, and again, basically just sticking two fingers up to their, their tag team division. Yeah. Um, I know Chelsea Green as well with the release. Just want to make, quickly mention her as well. I know she's had uh, injury problems, uh, but I'm suspect, well, certainly with 
married to Zach, well, Matt Cardona, known as Zach Ryder to our WWE listeners. Um, he's obviously in Impact, got a good match coming up as well uh, this Sunday at uh, Revolution, again, uh, Rebellion, I beg your pardon, um, against uh, former tag team partner WWE, uh, Brian Myers, better known as Kurt Hawkins. So uh, I suspect Impact will probably be where she'll end up if they want to keep them together. Yeah, I was thinking Impact for, for her, to be honest. And she's been considering yeah, I, I, she's I, already worked there before yeah, as well. Yeah, def- definitely. Um, another one that surprised a few people, but I mean, it's not for definite. So we, we could, this is only speculation. But apparently, uh, Bo Dallas was the fiend at WrestleMania. So from being in a, I know it wasn't Bo Dallas as such, but uh, being in a high-profile match at WrestleMania to then be released—that's um, actually was Bo Dallas. I mean, it's only internet talk i've not seen anything concrete i suspect when he will only find out when he gets um, an interview i suspect there'll be a lot of well hopefully we'll uh, we'll organize an interview as well um with, with oh. dallas uh, oh, yeah there you are chris you yeah chris there you are you've got to book it chris uh, yeah bo dallas on, was an exclusive then i thought you were uh, dropping yeah. an exclusive oh i think i've wrecked that haven't i now <laughs> oh um, i thought you dropped an exclusive on well, us you never know. You never know. I may have signed up my sleeve. Oh, tune in oh. next week on this podcast, and and then really tune in the week it. after, and then choosing the week. Um, but the no, week but after I, that, and the week after that. I'm sure when his first interview comes out, we'll we'll, we'll establish if he was the fiend at WrestleMania. I, do, I don't think he was because what what what's Bray actually doing then? Um, well, we saw him obviously on Raw this week for sure uh, with the Firefly Funhouse. Um, but I don't know whether he's still, I don't know if he's got an injury or what have you, or, or if, um, I don't, yeah, as I, said, I don't know if he's got, if he's got, if he's got an injury or, or if that's why they were using Bo Dallas. Uh, I know they apparently used Bo as well for when he returned at fast lane. Um, but yeah, as I say, whether it is a, whether it is a Bray Wyatt injury or whether the fact they wanted to maybe do Bray Wyatt in the same room as the fiend, therefore, yeah, well, that, 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 ne- that never happens, so you never know. Hmm. That's very interesting. It'd be nice if we actually got to see them in the same room at the same time. That'd be fun. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, right, yo, and um, yeah, well, um, obviously there were all the reasons. Any other releases that stand out to you or, or um, yeah, or any ones that annoyed you or any any other wrestlers that you could potentially book in another promotion? Not, not necessarily the two promotions we just mentioned. Trying to think, actually, now you've mentioned it. Even like, I mean, I don't know, even the wrestlers we have mentioned that you might see that could actually do a job in another promotion as opposed to the ones we've mentioned. I'd love to see Samoa Joe in uh, New Japan. I'd love to see him go wrestle Okada. <laughs> oh, that would be good. That'd be sick. It'd be so, so good. Well, I'm sure, one thing is for sure, I'm, I'm sure the, the wrestlers will find work. It's oh, given, yeah, for sure. But it's... Um, they won't be short of work at all. Can't imagine them to any of them. No, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, other bit of news, um, in, well, more positive news uh, in terms of commentators. There's been a bit of a shuffle around in WWE, but the biggest commentary news of the week I find was um, uh, an announcement I'm buzzing about. Um, Mauro Raniello will be commentating on the AEW Re- Rebellion pay-per-view main event this weekend um, between uh, Kenny Omega and Rich Swan for the, well, with both titles on the line, the um, the Impact title and the AEW title. Raniello will be calling it. Uh, I'm personally so excited, in my opinion. Still, well, obviously, no, it's been a bit, he's been out of the game for about a year or so, or a couple of years now. Still the best commentator in recent, in recent history. Uh, gold on SmackDown and NXT. 
Well, he commentated on the Mike Tyson fight. Oh, did he? Yes, he did with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, but no, what so are your not thoughts? completely out of. Uh, no, out not of... completely out of the game at all. Absolutely. What, what are your What are your thoughts on this? Oh, I'm excited for it. I think he's the best commentator around at the moment. There is no one even close to him. There is no one even close to like be able to fill his boots. He's unbelievable. I'm just buzzing to hear the first. Mama mia! He's uh, going to do such a good job. I mean, I watched this match live because I, I was actually at New Orleans um, takeover New Orleans. I don't think I've mentioned it, but um, Wait, yeah. here, no, yeah, I was. Are you I, I, yeah, believe it or not. Um, I mentioned that. Yeah, I know. Absolutely, we're over four, we're over three years old now as well. When I was last there, when well, I was yeah. there, I should say. I've kept that quiet for so long. I oh, know. I just like to keep these things. Sometimes it's best just to let the show go on and not mention personal um, stuff that goes on. So I do my yeah. best. Um, but even when I rewatched the first thing I did when I got back from uh, or home after the trip was uh, rewatched the wrestling that I saw <laughs> and um, just rewatching that ladder match and uh, hearing him on commentary amazing but even just for like other takeovers the gargano cole match from takeover new york how good he was on commentary that uh, we could be here all night talking about him on commentary i'm just so excited and, and i know he's uh, also as well from a, obviously i know he's had problems suffering from mental health as well in the past so um from a personal point of view i think he's an inspiration in that respect as well have so, you seen um, bipolar rock and roll no it's just, it's a documentary about him. I haven't been able to watch it yet. I haven't got around to it, but it's been out for a while. I think it came around out around the time you went to Mania. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I've got a feeling my friend was uh, a friend of mine was saying it's a really good documentary, and uh, again, it just makes him. Look yeah, it came like out in 2018. A, yeah, just such a legend this, uh, of Morrow. Um, but no, no, well, thank you for bringing that to my attention because it reminds me to go and watch it. And as I say, to any, to any listeners who may struggle as well, it, I, it may be worth watching it. As I say, it's a, it's a role model to, to anyone who suffers from bipolar or from any mental health issues. Nothing, nothing to be ashamed of. And as I say, it's, um, no, he, he is just a, yeah, an inspiration in that sense. Oh, no, he's, he's amazing. I absolutely love him. And as he is easily the best commentator in the world, it just says a lot about him. 100%. Uh, well, for WWE, as I said, we mentioned, they've got a bit of a reshuffle on commentators. So on Raw, you've got, uh, well, staying there uh, on Raw, Byron Saxton. But Corey Graves has now jumped shipped from SmackDown to Raw. And they're joined by Adnan Verk uh, making his debut. Um, who made, well, I should say, made his debut on Raw. He's done work for ESPN and uh, TSN as well in the past. So he's the new play-by-play commentator. Um in fairness, I did quite like his honesty when he um, when the show kind of started. He was like, oh, well, you two guys are going to carry me through the show tonight. <laughs> um, so nothing like a bit of honesty that I have no idea what I'm talking about. But uh, uh, it's, I'm not going to judge him after one night on Raw. But um, he's clearly, he said he's been a fan for, he's been a passionate fan for a while. Didn't come across that on the show. I'm not, as I said, I don't want to judge it after one show, but... Uh, uh, I'm sure once he gets his um once he gets foot in, hopefully he'll he'll go on to be a success. And I think WWE really are needing a a bit a good play by play commentator at the moment. They've needed one for a long time now. Well, I was always a fan of Vic Joseph, who's on NXT. I'm a big fan of Vic Joseph, um, and not just because I I actually did a commentator. Oh, I don't think I've ever showed you me him and me Vic Joseph. Um, and my mate, we commentated on Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne from NXT Chicago 2017. 
Um, I'm not sure if I've showed you the video, but I will. No, you have not. I'll send you that. Um, I'm going to have to now. Yeah, I can't believe I've not showed it to you. But yeah. Never ever. You've never even mentioned it. That's why I've got a soft soft spot for Rick Joseph. But yeah, Raw's um, got them free and SmackDown, Michael Cole and Pat McAfee, which. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, I think everyone, well, most people I know buzzing about this and um yeah this is something they did get right ww for, for all the negative stuff from last week this is something they did get right you know they definitely did because pat pat McAfee is unbelievably talented he's he's so good and he's actually good in the ring as well which helps yeah, definitely definitely do you reckon you can maybe see him being used like here and now as a potential wrestler or getting in the odd feud i'm not saying every week he needs to pipe up with something just like you know you might get like a build to like maybe even one of the big pay-per-views sort of thing you could have him um i think like him versus kevin owens or something would be gold tell you that jerry the king lawler role that he yeah used to have. yeah yeah I definitely could see that I could definitely, and, definitely see that. And I think it'd be a really good idea if they did. Yeah, because I was quite like that. With, I was hoping Joe, that's how Joe would kind of get back. I was a big fan of when, like, the commentators actually, like, get him. So I'm not saying, they need to, as I said, certainly don't want it every week on the show because then it just becomes ludicrous. But I think, yeah, like, if you've got, like, either a heel being an absolute arsehole and then you've got the one who always favours the heel, but then even then they, they stick up for their commentator broadcaster. I think so. It was quite a cool moment. I'm not saying that'll probably happen with McAfee because he's just on the... Um, yeah, he's on the, the, the very severe hillside, but um, I think, uh, yeah, it'd be good, even like as you say, with like someone like Kay, Kevin Owens or, or what have you. I think it would be Sammy Zane, oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Pat McAfee is a face, that'd be interesting. Oh, book it, WW, it'd be a very interesting one, wouldn't it? If they uh, if they decided to go that route, definitely, no, absolutely. Uh, well. Fingers crossed they they did they do book that um that, that WWE. Yeah, WWE. Listen to me, I know what I'm talking about. He's the Playboy Prince of professional wrestling. You have to listen to what? WWE. Yeah, exactly. WWE. Now sign me. All right, sign <laughs> me. Uh, there you go. Give me lots of money. Any other um, news bits that have stood out to you this week? I know it's obviously after WrestleMania always goes. Uh, well, in WWE terms, a little bit on the quiet side, so to speak. But uh, yeah, um, I know obviously we've mentioned about Impact, the Rebellion this weekend. Um, uh, well, how do you see the um, Omega Swan fight going? Do you, I, I presume, mate, I can't look past Omega. It's gonna, it's gonna be amazing, isn't it? It's gonna be an amazing match. But I, I can't see past Omega either because he's just on the run. He's just on this run now, and this is uh, how it's gonna be. Yeah, no, definitely, and. Um, yeah, I, I think we've recorded, but even back at Hard to Kill back in January, when I first sort of started watching Impact, I was very impressed with their chemistry in the ring in that six-man tag match they had. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for this, and I'm, we'll we'll be catching up with it. Um, we'll make the effort to watch it. It's annoying it's on a Sunday. I always like the, when they do the Impact of AEW shows on a Saturday, because it means I can actually watch it on a Sunday. But Yeah, we can actually stay up and watch it instead of uh, yeah. having to watch it after work. Absolutely, and naturally, if you're cl- if you're as clumsy and stupid as me, I end up scrolling through either Twitter or Instagram and seeing pretty much half the spoilers anyway, which wrecks oh, it. Oh, so. <laughs> Or if um, I feel oh, it always be something really clumsy. I remember the ones I always get to the end of the way, and then I open up YouTube, even not something stupid, then it'll be the first thing that pops up from like something like What Culture or another. Like they would just be the spoiler there and then. So, um, yeah. Worst ones if you're slightly behind on the stream and then you open your Twitter or something. Oh, thinking you're in time and you're like for like oh. the Royal Rumble yeah if you do it for the Royal Rumble that's savage oh I, was, I, I watched the Rumble on a stream this year with <laughs> oh, my friends yeah. and they were slightly ahead 
Yeah. And every few minutes you'd hear him go, oh, and we'd all just, we, so like a few of us were in sync and then like a few of us were ahead and you just hear him go, oh, oh, you're going to be so excited when you see this. And we're just like, please stop, stop it. <laughs> stop ruining this for us. But, but yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's why watch watch the net well because yeah it used to be actually one thing that was good always about when you watched it on tv or box offices you can just know you would always be ahead of everything so <laughs> uh but yeah um well we'll, we'll um, obviously move on to our next stage of the show after a word from this week's sponsor today's podcast is presented by podgo podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. And you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Now, before we get into our... Um now that's real time. Before we do get into our uh, well, into our prediction of the summer, I did actually speaking of the words prediction, I did actually forget to uh, go through our predictions last week, despite at the start of the show uh, saying I will not forget. Well, I did forget, hmm. and once again, I do apologise to everyone connected because you know, I forgot. <laughs> um, uh, I will. Um, yeah, so I'll quickly just go through them now, the predictions and results. So from as we did take over. And Mania. Um, so for, for for TakeOver, what, uh, it was a, a good night for, well, for all of us, to be fair. We all got quite similar. Uh, but I, I think, Lance, you came out on top for the evening, I believe. Um, so you got you got 26 points because you're the only one who got the bonus one right. You said there would be no returns or, or surprise debuts. So you called it. So you got 26 yeah. points. Um, I got... Um, I got 25. Um, I was uh, the only one who got um, MSK winning the titles. And I also got um, a one point for Gargano winning by submission. Uh, sorry, well, Gargano winning the belt against, well, we all thought it would be Dexter Loomis, but against Bronston Reed in the end. But um, I, I said he'd win by submission, but he obviously won by pinfall. Um, and then, yeah, sadly, Chris uh, uh, with 21 points. So a little bit off there. Um yeah, and I think where Chris went wrong is he, uh, yeah, he did also like yourself. He fought, um, yeah, Grizzled Young Veterans would win, but he also fought, uh, he also went wrong on the prediction, uh, on the bonus pick as well. Um, then for WrestleMania, um, yeah, not a good night for me. Um, for no, I'm me so on. annoyed about this. Um, we did yeah. mention this last week because I said that I'd, uh, I'd put the uh, wrong result on one of them. Yes, you did. Yeah, we did say last week, and I think I know what match it's going to be. Still annoyed. Yeah, so I only got 21 points from uh, WrestleMania, which wasn't very good. Uh, I went wrong on... I'm trying to think what one I went wrong. Yeah, I went wrong on the New Day winning, uh, because I just did not want to see Omos as champion. Um, And, um, yeah, that was the main one I really went wrong on. Uh, as as a, as a disventure, but I, I was the only one who got Roman Reigns winning correct. Uh, I thought he would win by a pin, so I got that bit right. Lance, you did you did you did reasonably well. Yeah, you got uh, you got twenty four points. Uh, now the mat, this famous match, was it the Big E match by any chance? 
It was. <laughs> yeah. I did, didn't want to correct you because I thought you it was me that was, uh, yeah, that, uh, obviously um, <sighs> might have inspired you to choose Big E. But, yeah, it was a typo. Yeah. And a time post cost you a good three three points because yeah, Apollo did win. So um, but to cheer you up, you were the only one who got uh, Strowman winning by pin. Me and Chris both thought it would be a slimy win for McMahon, but yeah, you called yeah. it uh, yeah. Strowman. So I don't know if that cheers you up a little bit. But, no, that doesn't. Um, and Chris, um, yeah, Chris like me also got twenty one points. So you did get the best out of us for WrestleMania, where Chris went. Well, Chris is. Um, uh, what did Chris do right? Well, Chris, like yourself, um, said about um, obviously Styles and Omos winning, uh, but where Chris went severely wrong was he said he thought Lana, Lana and Naomi would win the titles. Um, in fact, they didn't, win, they didn't even win either. They didn't win the Gordonet or uh, the titles. They didn't so, win anything. No. Uh, well, that's for the table, though. Is I'm still top on 130. Lance, you're second on 115. So it's really quite nice laid out, and Chris is bottom on 100. So there's 15 points between us three, but 30 points between me and Chris, and you're in the middle there on 115. So, yeah. Not far tight. off you, am I? Just a good show. Not far off show. at all, yeah. You just need a good show, and uh, yeah, and I'm sure you'll, yeah. So it's all interesting. We've obviously, the next show we'll be doing is WrestleMania Backlash, which will be uh, in a few weeks' time, and I think it's three or four weeks' time. So WrestleMania yeah. Backlash. <laughs> is it going to be I'm fun, just, then? I'm just, no, 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 there's no fans in until July at the earliest now. Um, yeah. So why did you have fans before? Because it's WrestleMania, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, why were you have fans in then and not now? I don't know, mate. I think just because it was a big stadium, big occasion, they just there. But I think they're July. I, I think they're planning on fans back for July, but uh, it will probably change. <sighs> grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> but yeah, we'll move on to our what we want to see happen in well WWE this summer. Um, I will let you go first. What would you like to see happen this summer in WWE? I would finally love to see, finally, 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 see Cesaro get the push that he deserves. They've started putting in the building blocks for it. They're starting to talk about it. And you can see it, with obviously, with him challenging Roman Reigns. But I feel like it's finally the time for him to win it at SummerSlam. Or at least get close to winning it, or just 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 tease it, just tease it, make me feel like he's got the chance, and we can build it to Mania or something. Like just, it's his time now. It's the time to do it. Yeah, no, I, I well with that, I couldn't agree more. I think, uh, yeah, in tw- I think with Cesaro, what was it we were we were really praying for one in well twenty fourteen when uh, obviously when they put him with Heyman after his. Big WrestleMania moment when he threw Big Show out. 2015, then after his, well, after, albeit a fantastic tag team with Tyson Kidd, we thought that summer there was going to be that push when he was having great matches with Cena and Owens. Uh, never kind of happened. Even in going into 2016, I think with the brand split, you're like, oh, okay, now there's a brand split. This is really a chance to seize the opportunity. And again, he was great with Sheamus um, as part of the bar. Um, I love great that. with Tyson Kidd as well. It was unreal with Tyson Kidd. They were a fantastic tag team. But I think you, know, you could almost say, he's, yeah, he just never really, it just never happened. But now I think, yeah, they, they built it up well. And I really just hope it does go to that next level. And he does. Uh, I think someone made a very good, there was a very good tweet. I'm trying to think who it sent it out on WrestleMania weekend. Um, who was it? Um, 
think it was Eddie Kingston that tweeted saying that um, we're, ne- we're never going to get a wrestler like Cesaro again. Um, he's one once in a he's one in a lifetime wrestler, and we need to enjoy him. Basically, um, we which, need to give him that platform to shine. Definitely, and I think yeah, he's gold. And yeah, I couldn't agree more with your well, your wishful thinking, but also your booking. It, it's got it's got to happen. It's the time now. It's the time to do it. Would you build like it right up to SummerSlam, or would you even have the belt sooner? No, I'd build right up to SummerSlam. Well, so just having like keep getting there, nearly there, but. Yeah, but just then getting the big match at, at SummerSlam or even having a yeah. few matches. Um, yeah. I think it's just the, maybe not even like have him go for the title beforehand, but have it culminate where he wins the title at SummerSlam. Because it's, it's meant to be the WrestleMania of the summer, isn't it? That's what they always yeah. feel it as. Definitely. So that's that's what you need. You need that WrestleMania feeling main event. No, absolutely. Well, I, I yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I really, really hope that you're you're right. And, um, I won't be. Yeah. <laughs> it? Well, none of us ever are. <laughs> we always got these great ideas, but sadly they get shot down in flames, <laughs> um, which I'm probably about to as well for my one. Um, so I, what I want from WWE, and I've actually got, I'll, I'll go through my first one. What I want, I want, uh, I want to have the King of the Ring back, but I want it as a mm-hmm. bloody pay per view. I want it as a pay per view. So I know they'll. Well, I'm trying to work out the program now. We've got Backlash in May. We'll probably get Money in the Bank in June. July then, please just give us King of the Ring for July uh, as a pay-per-view. And have it tradition, the winner of the King of the Ring gets a tournament, gets a match of their choosing at SummerSlam. Um, so, yeah, I would have have it traditional. Have maybe or you could even go bold and have maybe even have 16 wrestlers. Yeah, you could even have 16 wrestlers maybe on Raw. No, we'll do eight wrestlers on Raw eight wrestlers on SmackDown, so 16 superstars in, in total. And yeah, have obviously uh, your court, well, have your uh, your your matches on, on Raw, your matches on SmackDown, and then the build-up, and then, yeah, leave it to uh, the final four. Uh, so you have obviously a Raw a Raw final and a SmackDown final on, on the pay-per-view itself, followed by a final. And then you can have also have, obviously have both champions watch it at ringside. Uh, I just really, really love this. And I'd also go as far, maybe even potentially make it. Um, I would say, yeah, this kind of goes into my money in the bank bit as well. I'd have money in the bank as a natural progression um, tournament where no one, anyone who's in the money in the bank can't have held the, the title before. It has to be solely superstars who have never held the belt. I've always made this clear on the show. So I've probably bored listeners by bringing it up again. But for King of the Ring, it can be anyone. So it can be anyone. Well, I didn't agree with that last time we, we went over that. I was like, nah. Yeah, I know. I, so I like that, the idea that anyone can win it. Yeah, there's, my mates are the same as well. I just think it's just quite a nice moment for, for someone. I, I think I'm just thinking too much with my with my progress hat on sort of thing of uh, how good that was when they used to do the natural progression sort of thing. Um, but yeah. Uh, more into the King of the Ring, I just think, yeah, it'll be it'll just be perfect to bring it back. So I loved it in the, back in the day, the summer. I think it's such a nice way to build into um, SummerSlam, but also you can build up feuds as well from from potential matches in there. Um, yeah, that's what I'll bring yeah. back. Who would you have won it? Oh, on the well, go with your mate Cesaro. Oh, fair enough. That's, well, who would you well, have well, in the final with him? Um, well, it'd be someone from Raw, so. Um, Go for like a, a heel like Randy Orton, maybe just um, to have, um, yeah, have a like big, um, make it a bit more of a bigger push, or maybe a, bit of a bigger moment for Cesaro. Well, I like the idea. I'm on board. You've, you've sold me. 
get, get me a place. It's, on... it's like we've gone to the on the same idea, and you've given me the King of the Ring, and I gave you the Cesaro win. We <laughs> work together here to make the perfect summer. We're going into like a song or a poem then. Um, but yeah, that's what I'll go for. And then, yeah, Money in the Bank. I was saying about Money in the Bank. I just think, I know I've said, I've said it on the floor before, but yeah, I just like the idea of having it just all non, non-former non champions and have it like a bit. I just think it makes it a big moment. It, 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 easily can, it can easily establish a new star, I think, with a cash-in moment. We saw it in the past of Bob Edge, is the, the obvious example, um, all, all the way back in 2000 and, well, 2005. Um Brian, I suppose, in 2011. Um, there's a few, isn't there? there? You can go. There's certainly a few on the CM Punk, another good one. So I, I just feel it's it's a great chance to give it to to a superstar who's um, well not had the title opportunity. Yeah, I get, I get that. I just, but then you wouldn't have the moments like CM Punk winning it back to back years. That's true. Like things like that. I that's what I enjoy because obviously it's, I just it makes me feel like the Royal Rumble. Mm. Like gives me that that same vibe, but it's a bit more mad because it's a ladder match with six people. Absolutely. Um, yeah. No. Uh, well, we can obviously hope that we that we do do listen to our ideas, and also as well, we would. Um, yeah. If anyone's got any ideas what they would like to see from WWE this summer, then well, please get in contact um, uh, with us on Twitter. Yeah, with oh, WWE preferably. Uh, or you can tweet <laughs> us at uh, BBG Wrestling Pod. We'll make sure uh, your tweets get across. Exactly. We'll forward them on. Um, yeah, and, yeah, we'll forward them on to WWE. I'm sure they'll listen as well. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, we'll, as we've seen so many moments over these over the summer, which some of them haven't gone to plan. I mean, the obvious, obviously, we had the Nexus angle, which led to disaster, the punk summer, uh, which led to disaster. Uh, oh, let's not talk about any more disasters, no. please. Yeah, but Dreams there's been can't some, be bought. There's been some good ones off all with like the push of Daniel Bryan and the uh well yeah, the, the push of Daniel Bryan and the whole angle versus the authority. I thought that was that was good, personally. Uh there's uh, there's been a few more that obviously we had the return they had the whole Brock Undertaker with the um uh that whole angle of Undertaker returning and obviously the, I thought you were gonna say about them sitting up then. Yeah. The whole angle of them sitting up and laughing at each other. Well, even in 2016, the draft split. I thought that was a good sort of moment. I know that was kind of planned for months, and but that 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 was great. Um, so obviously that divided the, and then yeah. So hopefully they yeah from this, there is success in the past. So hopefully this, and I suppose if it does coincide with fans returning, with what you just mentioned about like the hope the hope for fans back in July, um, then yeah, hopefully that will that will only assist. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope we can get this fun angle that we want. Let's just <laughs> hope. Absolutely. Um, Give yeah. us Daniel Bryan vibes again. Definitely. Want to start I'm ready to. I'm ready to be hurt. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, um, I don't, I don't, is there anything else you want to discuss? Uh, no, I don't think so. You know. Fantastic. Well, um, yeah. Well, uh, we're not... to discuss any more. I don't think so. Oh, actually, um, what I will say before we go is um, we did have the melt on the subject of WrestleMania. A quick one before we do go is the Meltzer um, reviews came out as well for the um, uh, yeah Meltzer's reviews for WrestleMania. I'll quickly go through them all. So Lashley. Hold on, versus... let's, let's ask the listeners. Guess if you haven't seen it, would you all like to uh, when you listen to this, just tweet us and say yeah. this is what I reckon <laughs> the lowest score was because there's no prizes for getting it. And I read it and thought. Hmm. 
I'll have something to say about that. So uh, Lashley beating McIntyre was three point seven five. Carmella, um, I won't go through all of the, um, I won't go through all of the, um, the, the women's tag matches, uh, but I'll go for the final one. Natalia and Tamina beating the Riot Squad that got one point seven five. Cesaro beating Seth got four. Uh, Styles and Amos beating Kingston Woods got two point two five. Strome beating Shane got one point five. Bunny and Priest um, beating Miz and Morrison three point five. Blair beating Banks four. Orton beating the Fiend minus one. There we uh, go. Baszler and Jax beating Savita and Natalia two point two five. Owens beating uh, Sami Zayn three point seven five. Sheamus beating Riddle four. Um, Cruz beating Big E three. Ripley beating Oscar three point seven five. And the highest one was Reigns beating Brian and Edge four point five. Now you're busting to talk about it, so yeah, go on. Tell us how wrong he is for the Orton Fiend. What? What's his bloody issue? What's his issue with the Fiend? I don't get it. I don't get why he hates him so much. In he fairness, that bad of a match. I hated. The, I hated the ending. Didn't think it did anything special. The only thing I loved was the entrance from the Fiend. Um, but it's going somewhere, isn't it? It's, it's, it's building something. Obviously, Mania shouldn't be what where you build on things. But did we not all sit there and go, "Oh my God, what's going on here now"? Not really, personally. I just, yeah. I'm not saying it's minus one bad, but... Even if you think it's bad, minus one is a bit... It's a bit harsh, isn't it? I I will say, yeah, I think he clearly does hate the Fiend. Obviously, what we love about wrestling, everyone's got opinions. He clearly doesn't like the Fiend. He clearly doesn't like the uh, the booking of the Fiend. He clearly doesn't like the matches of the Fiend. Therefore, there is obviously that personal... Uh, letting your personal uh got personal opinion, vendetta, he? Yeah, personal yeah personal vendetta opinion take take charge um so that's one you disagree with any any star ratings you do agree with there from the list i agree with giving the triple threat a high rating but again i would have given it higher because he was utterly amazing yeah great match great main events and um i yeah, feel like I he's think... underrated this show what did he give sasha and bianca again uh four yeah, if we're talking, I know that if we're talking, it's out of five stars, or no, I don't know, sometimes you get the seven star, whatever you. He says he's uh, out of ten, doesn't he? Oh, he's out of ten. Um, that's what he, I mean. I'd yeah, if he's out of I'd ten, be... he could have probably given, yeah, you could argue even, yeah, Reigns, Brian and Edge a little bit more, maybe you knock a 4.75. Because he always, you could he's, argue. Because obviously with the six stars and everything, he's, he's like said, oh, it was always out of one a million. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I do agree with some of them. Like, I think he got um, Cesaro Seth. I thought that was a very fair rating of four. Was great, but probably yeah, not higher. To be fair, I thought that was about right. Uh, did the certainly did the job. I think as well, it was a very good watch. This show, as we've mentioned last week, of how how well it was all timed. One I don't agree with though was the um, I didn't agree with Bunny and Priest beating the Miz and Morrison at three point five. I thought that could have been slightly higher in the sense that Bunny's not a wrestler, but how and how. How this match shouldn't have been enjoyable, but really was. So I just think, yeah, that could have been a bit, a bit higher. Um, I think Cruz Biggie was. I thought, oh, sorry, yeah, Cruz Biggie. I think was quite generous. To be free. I didn't really enjoy that. To be honest, um, uh, I just felt like it was always waiting for someone to come and interfere. So I didn't really mm. enjoy that. So that, you know, that was quite generous. But um, yeah, I get what you meant about it. Always felt like someone was going to interfere. He did, didn't he? Always had that vibe about it. We were just waiting for it. And it seemed quite quick as well. Like, from a hard comment, you always expect to go on for a bit longer. It just seemed like it was very quite rushed almost, this match. Yeah, I thought that. But, um, yeah, any other ones that stand out for you? 
Not really. I just feel like he's a bit being a bit of a Debbie Downer. <laughs> like it was well, a good show, and he's kind of just gone. Don't, yeah, don't no, get the negative it, vibes, man. Oh well, yeah, I, I think I enjoyed the show, um, but um, yeah, hopefully. Um, What's well, the angry the... vibes, Dave? <laughs> well, positive vibes. We have... all the... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Positive vibes, man. That's it. That's it. Well, we've got none at the moment, but. <laughs> but um, but yeah. Um, do you want to promote your t-shirts before we go? Yeah, of course I do. So you can get your beautiful Lancia Vera Playboy Pleasure t-shirts from lanciavera12.bigcartel.com. And I tell you what, my t-shirts aren't going anywhere into some European Super League. So <laughs> I'll always be there to support you, even if your football club isn't. And it's uh, yeah, good night from me. And it's a good night from me.